It's the Prentice Alsa Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and Chick-fil-A on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and our iPhone and Android apps. This portion of the show is brought to you by Jennings and Air's Funeral Home and Cremation Services, Donut Country, Fans Heating and Air, along with Balfour, Josh Houston, and Associates. We're back here on the Prentice Alsa Heating and Air Coaches Corner. It's time to talk some Seagull Boys basketball and talking to uh, district champion uh, coach uh, Dyron Birdwell. Seagull Boys uh, go through the regular season at 14-0. and 0 And uh, coach, at some point you'll get to look back on that, and it now is certainly not the time. But to go through District 7 AAA undefeated, that's, that's pretty remarkable. Yeah, you know, it's a testament to our team. Um, I, I know that we have went up every year that these seniors have been here uh, as far as district wins. I think we had six their freshman year, then jumped to seven, then jumped to 12, and now obviously 14. Um, of course, I had a team has a little bit to do with that, but uh, ha- happy for those guys, happy for them to, you know, uh, be able to accomplish something and accomplish one of our goals this year, which is winning the regular season district and had, getting that bye to the region and putting yourself in a position to be successful in the postseason. But you're exactly right. You know, I, I guess I read in the paper this morning, Coach Ball said it earlier, and he's exactly right. You know, now everybody in the state of Tennessee is 0-0. You know, it doesn't really matter aside from uh, – hosting a game or playing it on the road, what you did in the regular season. So now everybody's got to start over and be ready to play. And uh, you don't get to start with a with a lead because you went 14-0 in the league. You've got to definitely come out and, and, and be ready to play, which, you know, I guess we showed that a couple of years ago when we, we upset the one seed in the district tournament. Yeah, you know, I, I, as you were talking, I was just thinking about this this group of seniors that you've got and, and how big that win was for you guys to get over the hump because it, as, as exciting as that was, the year before was just so devastating uh, in, in the district tournament. And, and, but that's, that's the growth and maturation of, of the team as, as they come about. And, you know, um, those, those are all things that you learn and grow from from year to year when you bring a class up like this. Oh, for sure. You know, when you're when you're building it, and when they're freshmen, we play Laverne in a in a grinded out game, and Laverne kind of gets out or uh, makes a couple of huge plays there at the end of the game and wins it, and it it hurt our guys, and uh, they came back to work, and then the following year, you know, we have that crazy game against Sturge Creek in the first round, and you know, find a way to, you know, Brian Gentry makes a free throw with less than a second left to get us to the to the semis. And then, you know, we, we upset, the you know, the one in Riverdale that year. And I thought that that really helped this group take off to understand how to win and, and what, you know, what their ceiling could be if they all stayed together and continue to work. And, and you know, Right now, you know, is everything's great that, that we did what we did in the regular season, but now we've got to keep, you know, going up the ladder of success in the postseason as well. You know, um, getting better and year to year, and, and that that willingness to come into work. You you've got a, a core group that has has spent the time in the gym and the weight room and done all those things. Um, and, and something really special happened last night. I, I saw the picture of um, Matthew and Zion along with Jalen, who are now all three thousand point scorers, and that's that's pretty special. 
Yeah, um, that's something I've never been a part of and something that's, uh, just to be honest, I haven't heard a lot of people ever say that they've had three in the same class. You know, they've obviously had three on the same team before, but maybe a couple of them were seniors and they graduated and then a sophomore gets it or, you know, something of that nature. But to have three in the same class is, is so big for, for those kids and, and our program and to just for them to show how much time and effort they've put in the gym. Uh, you know, Don played significant minutes since he's been here as a freshman. You know, Matt started his last three years as a sophomore, and then Jalen played some his sophomore year, a little bit his freshman year, same as Matt. And then he's really started and came on strong the last two years and, and obviously got to a 1,000 that way. Um, and, and how they all score uh, is just so different, and, and they really feed off each other. And without the other two – one of them doesn't have the success that they've had. And then obviously our team doesn't have the success that they've had. So, you know, to have those three and to get to all three of them, get to a thousand is something really special and something, you know, I'll look back on and they'll look back on as being a great accomplishment for years to come. Dyron Birdwell joining us talking Seagull boys basketball. Uh, When you watch your guys play, I mean, you can tell that they've, they've, played so much together and and they know each other's tendencies and you know uh that has to make it really fun coaching a, a lot easier job than you maybe had four years ago <laughs> yeah for sure for sure when that, you know you have a group like this that's played together for so long and and they you know known each other and where they're going and how they're getting there and you know, I, I don't have to play call near as much because they just know where the other one's going to be and how to get the other one open you know last night uh, you know, Jalen's first shot's an air ball. And, the, you know, he doesn't blink. You know, the kids don't freak out. You know, we, we all understand what type of shooter he is. And he comes back and I think he makes his next six in a row uh, in the first half to, to, get to, to get to 22, I think, at halftime. And, you know, it wasn't like I had to call plays to get him open. Uh you know, we're, we're running in transition. Zion's finding him. Matt's finding him. Martise is finding him. Isaiah, Vontaris, et cetera. You know, and, and that, that makes it really fun to coach because the kids know who's hot without me having to call a play for them. And, and you know, and they're so unselfish and play as a team, you know, and, and that's credit to our guys and their buy-in and, and understanding who's open and, and how to get them open. And, and when you talk about who's hot, I mean, you, you guys have been putting up lots of points. I don't know what your average is, but the last several games, you know, 70s, 80s, and uh, sprinkle in some 90s in there. So you all are putting the uh, the old peach in the basket. Yeah, um, you know, and we've preached on this a lot here recently that we, we are good in transition. You know, that's, that's no, no lie to tell anyone. But what gets us in transition is our defense and our rebounding. You know, we've got to get stops to then get rebounds to then run out and transition because if, they're, if the other team's making shots and you're having to take it out of the basket every time, you're not going to be able to run that fast in transition. You know, you may get a couple points here and there, but it's not going to be what you want it to be. And our guys have bought into that and understanding the importance of getting stops on the defensive end and, you know, by any means necessary and then rebounding and running. Because if, if we can force our, our opponents to take contested jumpers, you know, we, we like our chances to get that rebound out and run. And, uh, you know, obviously I let our guys play with the freedom and transition to find the open guy and find the open shot and knock it down. 
Dyron, uh, before um, I forget, I, I, I meant to talk about this when we were talking about Jalen a second ago, but uh, you also have uh, Matthew Snyder has been uh, nominated as a finalist for Mr. Football, and I know that that's, that's an individual award, but it's also a reflection of the team and the school and the program and, and all that, so I know you're awfully proud for him. Yeah, super proud of him being a Mr. Basketball finalist. Um, he has, you know, Matt, when you look at him, you may not think, well, he's a AAA Mr. Basketball finalist. But he does everything that no one wants to do. Uh, he's, you know, when I got here, he was an eighth grader. Uh, but when he came over as a freshman that summer and was on our, you know, summer team, freshman team, uh, he started asking me, Coach, can you get to the gym a little earlier so I can get up shots? <laughs> and, you know, he's done that for four years, and I've rebounded for him for four years. You know, every morning he lives close enough to the school where he would walk, and, you know, I would get there at 6.30 every morning before school, and he'd get up shots for an hour, and I'd rebound for him. Um, and, and then, you know, he would progress and work on his game when I had to go to the classroom and make sure I had an English lesson ready. You know, so he he's one that – there's no secret to how he became a Mr. Basketball finalist, and it's he, he busted his rear end to get there. You know, a lot of shots, uh, a lot of a lot of time spent in the gym on his own, a lot of time spent with his teammates, uh, and just goes to show that if you want to be a great player and work on your game and develop, you've got to put in the time uh, by yourself or, or with, with someone else outside of practice because, you know, we can get up as many shots as we want for those two hours, but – if you're not willing to work, you're not going to reach your, your level of expectation. And his level is really high and can't be more proud and excited for him to be a finalist and, and, and for our program. And just a, a side note, anybody that I have talked to, I'll just speak from that um, perspective, that knows Matthew and, and, and the family and, and, and such – have always had very high praise for for not only his work ethic but just the the kind of kid as he is so that that you you love to see success there in that yeah for sure matt's a great kid you know great student great kid great you know great family you know i i, I thank his parents carl and jam for allowing me to coach him over the last four years and you know i i coach him hard just like i do all of them and uh you know just just he's a great a great representative of Rutherford County basketball to be a Mr. Basketball finalist. We could not ask for a better kid, a better player, and a better person. Well, um, as you said a minute ago, and it's been the theme this morning with all the coaches, starting off with Coach Voss, uh, you know, everybody's 0-0 now. So we, we, we battled all this time to get to seat out a tournament, which is coming up here this next week. Uh, Siegel is technically the host of the tournament, even though things are going to be at the higher seed. Um, but uh, I think we're going to have, or we could have, some weather kind of cause some problems. So it's going to be an interesting year to be the uh, tournament host, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely an odd year for that, uh, trying to get all the logistics organized and brought down. And, of course, we have our district meeting this morning after everybody gets done with, with their radio. Um, but – it's uh it's definitely going to be a, a interesting tournament of course with covid with it not being at one site you know that couldn't be enough and now you know mother nature's got to throw her two cents in with with either freezing rain or snow or whatever we're going to have um but you know we'll we'll get it through we'll work it out do our best to try to get us to a uh 
a district tournament and then a region tournament, of course, and uh, get everybody organized and ready for that. Um, but you're exactly right, going back to the O&O standpoint. Um, the one thing we know is we'll play either Laverne, Rockville, or Riverdale. Um, and that'll be at Siegel High School as of now on Saturday at 6 o'clock. Um, but obviously there's a lot of things that could go on between now and then. Uh, you know, hopefully looking at the weather, we may get some of them in on different days. Maybe nothing happens with the weather. Maybe right. it does. So, um, you know, we've just got to, as a, as a district and as a team, I guess, control what we can control and be prepared and ready to play whenever – we're allowed to do so. What that number one seed did do for you, even before playing a game, is it punched a ticket to the region, which is always important, and uh, it allows you to play all of your games at home, which is which is big. If you can get to the championship game, it'll be at your place. Yeah, you know that was that was one of our goals when we first started. You know, the year was obviously get a buy of the region because with you know 16 regions and four teams across in a normal year that means there's 64 teams so it's like making the ncaa tournament and that's our first goal uh is to achieve that and you know credit to our guys and program for for reaching that goal first um and then obviously the one seat is big uh especially this year even more than most uh for us yeah right now that means we'll host both games in the district tournament no matter what is we're the one seed and then uh, hopefully if, you know, you can take care of business in the district tournament, that means then the region tournament, because it's an odd year, uh, we would not have to leave. If you, whoever wins the district tournament would not have to leave their home site for the region tournament either. Uh, and then obviously, you know, sub-state and going down the line. But, you know, that's, that's huge to, to be able to know that you're going to play at home. Uh, happy for our guys to be able to play at home again, have a few more home games uh, in, a, in such a crazy year. But, uh, you know, just proud of proud of the, what they've accomplished and looking forward to the postseason. Not really looking forward to this eight-day break that we've got, but, you know, I guess I would rather have the automatic region bid than, than having to play again during this uh this break in a winner go home game. Yeah, no, that that's that's very true. And that point you made about the region, this is District Seven's year to host region. So if our number one plays District Eight's number one, District Seven host because Correct. of the odd year. And yeah. um, it, this is a little sentimental for me too this year with this district tournament because it's the last time for a seven triple A tournament with everybody in like like we are because next year will be different in four classes and and all that kind of thing. Yeah, um, you know it's definitely different, and that was you know something that I that I kind of harped on about our kids was last night we had a chance to go fourteen and zero, and for the future right now be the be the last and and only to uh or the last team to go 14 and 0 in this seven triple a uh like you said of course next year it's just going to be the murfreesboro schools and in, in this district and then uh smyrna Sturge creek and uh laverne all go towards uh, i guess nashville with antioch and cane ridge so they'll be in our region uh next year but yeah it is a little so a little bittersweet, you know, with all those those guys and, and being able to compete against them for my five years of being here and, you know, excited to hopefully end this in this district tournament the way we ended the district regular season, which is playing playing our high level of basketball. 
Well, Dyer and I appreciate your help this morning and uh, also the consideration so we could get the coaches show in today and, and scheduling the uh, the district meeting, which is uh, coming up in, in just minutes. So I appreciate that and all the information you've been able to pass along and help. And uh, I'm sure we'll see you here uh, at a game soon and a couple of weeks back here on the show. Yep, sounds good. I appreciate it. All right. Dyron Birdwell joining us here on the Prentice Alsop Heating and Air Coaches Corner.